Okay, here's the situation. Our daughter Mia is leaving for her first sleepover. We have friends coming to stay, and we just got a puppy. So I go on Instacart and solve everything in one order from Kohl's. Fun PJs for Mia. Oh, new bedding for the guest room. And a vacuum cleaner that actually picks up pet hair. All delivered in as fast as 30 minutes. With Kohl's on Instacart, there's no such we can't fix. Visit instacart.com to get free delivery on your first three orders. Offer valid for a limited time. $10 minimum order. Additional terms apply. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Coming up on a 30-minute episode of EV News Daily, it's podcast 1600 today. The Volvo EX90 is the official name of the new XC90. Stick around, I'll tell you more. Also on the podcast today, the Citroën AMI opens for orders. Kia may well move manufacturing to the US to access those tax credits. And the MG4 launches pricing in Europe. Those stories and a lot more. No, seriously, a lot more coming up today. It's wildly busy. So let's get into it. Good morning, good afternoon, or good evening, wherever you are in the world. Welcome to EV News Daily, your trusted source of EV information for Wednesday, 21st of September. My name is Martin Lee, and I go through every EV story, so you don't have to. We'll start with that headline story about the Volvo XC90 and the electric version. It's going to be called the EX90. Now, I know that I've told you on the podcast over the recent months that they were uh, perhaps going to be calling it the Embla. We did find out that it was going to start with the letter E, and rumours said it was going to be called the Embla. That may have changed. That may have been a working title, a code name, an internal code name. Uh, I also mentioned it was going to be called the XEXC90, which is a bit naff, actually, adding E before it. But I think that's a really nice way of showing that it's electric, the Volvo EX90. Rolls off the tongue, revealed 9th of November, with some serious advanced safety tech, as you would imagine, from Volvo, confirming their all-new, all-electric, large SUV, the EX90. It'll be sold alongside the XC90 plug-in hybrids. Unveiled 9th of November, and sales commencing at some point in 2023, but no further details on that that I can bring you. When I do, I'll let you know. Now, we have seen, thanks to some leaked patent drawings filed with the European Union's Intellectual Property Office, an evolutionary design, and there's nothing wildly different. If you like the XC90, and let's face it, uh, I think Volvo's design language, like Polestar's, is absolutely on point, I think you'll like this. EX90 will have loads of advanced safety equipment to uh, protect pedestrians, cyclists, road users, and occupants. There is Advanced LiDAR. That stands for Light Detection and Ranging, by the way. Uh, That uses a scanning laser light to detect objects regardless of the weather. So it'll do it at night time, when it's dark, when it's foggy, when it's snowing. Volvo claims their LiDAR tech will pick up something like a tyre lying in the road 120 metres away before you can even see it with human eyes, and it'll pick up pedestrians at 250 metres down the road. The level of protection offered is the same, regardless of whatever the driving conditions. Accidents and severe outcomes reduced by 20% at least, they say, and the LiDAR is accompanied by five radars, eight cameras and 16 ultrasonic sensors. Now, there's also a driver... Uh, system that will two cameras will scan your 
face and your behaviour. It's got a capacitive 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 steering wheel sensor that's the word um and so that it knows when you're gripping the wheel and when you're not and when your gaze is wandering off the road volvo's new architecture is called the spa2 platform spa2 platform is fully flat floor that's where the battery is going to be if you look at the trademarks they've got they've also got ex60 ex40 ES60, ES90, EV60, and EV90. Doesn't mean they'll use them, any or all, or maybe none of the above. Uh, No pure petrol or diesel-powered versions of their big SUV. It'll always always have some sort of uh, electric power to it. I'll put a link to Auto Express where I found that story in the show notes so you can read more. Now, the Citroën Ami is now opening for orders in the UK. You could be a hand raiser until now. Also offering to the first 2,000 customers three months of charging on Ubertricity. Citroën did say that there were 14,000 hand raisers and 2,000 early reservists available exclusively online. So you can't go into your Citroën dealer and do this in person. And that's probably an experiment they're doing with this little car that costs six, £7,000. You do it entirely online, and there's a dedicated AMI team at Citroën that will deal with it. If you get one, you'll have your 5.5 kilowatt hour battery with 46 miles of range and 28 miles an hour top speed. There's a few different colours. There's the grey, the orange, and the white in the My AMI colour scheme. There's the My AMI Pop, the My AMI Tonic, and the Miami Cargo, which is the commercial version with a payload of up to 140 kilograms and a maximum load capacity of 400 litres and a very tight turning circle. Price is starting from about £7,500 if you want to buy one. I had a look at the finance configurator earlier, and I did the PCP, so personal contract purchase, and I did it over 24 months. So I did a PCP over 24 months, and I think I put in about 2000 pounds deposit and it came out at 20 pounds a month on my pcp so um you know i think i went up to 2800 deposit and if you do that there's no monthly payments so that's basically what 130 odd no maybe less uh quid a month if you view it as rental if you're not going to pay that final balloon payment at the end and you look at it as a 24 month car rental uh, for not much more than 100 quid have this on your driveway for 24 months it was for 5000 miles a year but let's face it you're not doing more than 5000 miles a year in a car that does 28 miles an hour moving on kia will move their us their manufacturing of evs to the us in 2024 Kia is planning to move their manufacturing base and shift their EV assembly. At the minute, cars like the Kia EV6 are made in South Korea. Manufacturing of EVs in the US would then allow Kia to qualify for new incentives that were included in the Inflation Reduction Act. Hyundai, the parent company, have threatened legal action against the US over the discriminatory policy. That's the word they used. Hyundai and Kia combined currently hold the second highest market share for electric vehicles in the US, writes TheVerge.com. And I'll put a link to The Verge in the show notes. MG, owned by SAIC. I told you about the UK pricing a couple of weeks ago, maybe on the podcast. The MG4, which in China is the MG Mulan. It's a compact Golf competitor, that size car, ID3 competitor, starting at £26,000 for the SE version. Now, 
I, I wish car companies wouldn't do this anymore. We're kind of in a global age, aren't we? But anyway, the UK spec is SE and Trophy. Today, I can bring you the news that the European specs have been announced and pricing as well. Uh, but they haven't called it SE and Trophy. Uh, they've called it other things, comfort and luxury. Anyway, let me run you through it. In Europe, uh, so France, Germany, probably going to be big markets for this car. The official launch of the MG4 in Europe has three model variants scheduled for delivery later this year. The MG4 electric standard has the 51 kilowatt hour battery pack, range of 350 kilometers, 125 kilowatt motor. The MG4 electric comfort and electric luxury both have the bigger battery, 64 kilowatt hour, and the bigger motor as well. And so they'll do 450 kilometers on a single charge with that 64 kilowatt hour battery. And so over here, you can specify SE trim, standard range, long range, and then trophy in long range, I believe. So that is, I think, four specs, whereas in Europe, uh, there will be three model variants. The basis for the new model is SAIC's or MG's MSP architecture. Uh, you can build vehicles on that between 2.6 and 3.1 metres. So uh, uh, plenty of variability on that platform. The MG4, I didn't put it in my notes, is about 2.7 metre wheelbase. I think I need to double check it. Don't quote me on that. Right, let's move on. General Motors done a big deal with Hertz. Now, just digging into this, because remember when there was the big car rental agreement around Tesla to have a bunch of Teslas become rental cars? And then as that story unfolded, it wasn't actually a signed order agreement. And Elon jumped in on Twitter and was like, hey, this is brilliant. I mean, he's a real opportunist. He was like, yeah, yeah, great. We'll supply. And then this, I think this is a signed contract. Hertz said it would buy EVs from General Motors, Chevrolet, Buicks, GMCs, Cadillacs, and the Bright Drop vans. And you know how many? 175,000 of them. Between now and 2027, the largest expansion of EVs among fleet customers, they say, and the broadest uh, expansion of any fleet customer because of the wide range of vehicle categories and the wide range of price points that Hertz will be buying from General Motors. Everything from compact cars to midsize SUVs to pickups and luxury vehicles and even the bright drop delivery vans. Hertz said on their part earlier today, they'll create the largest rental fleet of EVs in North America with tens of thousands of EVs. EVs available for rent. They said there'll be 500 locations in 38 states. Hertz's goal is for 25% of their fleet to be fully electric by the end of 2024. That's an ambitious goal. And this does seem to be a rather more concrete agreement. I'm sure it'll do good things for the share price if you follow things like that. Uh, this is really exciting. I'll tell you why I find this really exciting, because I find it exciting for the same reason as I love it when people get inside an all-electric Uber or cab. Because if you haven't been exposed to electric vehicles yet, when you ride in one, it goes to prove that EVs are just cars. Okay, there's a battery and an electric motor, and that's what propels you. But there's no wizardry magic about it. They're not these milk floats that do five miles an hour. They are, in many cases, better than combustion cars. But even if they're not better than combustion cars, which EVs are, but even if they weren't, they're just another car. And so I love the idea that you might go to rent a Hertz, an airport or whatever, and it's like, you want the electric one? Yeah, sure. Here's where you can charge it. 
here's the charge card, and you have an experience and you come away and you'll probably tell three, five, ten people in your friend's family circle, hey, I had an electric car. It was really good. Like, it just charged. It was normal. Making it normal is going to be the biggest thing for the next stage of the adoption curve. And I love, love stories like that. My goodness, man, 175,000 of them as well. That's mega. I know it's between now and 27. And there's no, uh, I don't know whether that curve is linear, whether it's stacked towards the end of that time period. I don't know. But hey, that, that's just, it's utterly brilliant. Love it, love it, love it. Right, coming up on the podcast very, very soon. Volta Trucks, first one rolls off the production line and why the... South Koreans are heading to the United States to meet Biden uh, to talk about that Inflation Reduction Act. Stick around those stories and a lot more and a lot more are on the way. Hey, guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Now, Volkswagen have showed an upfit of the ID buzz. In other words, customization of what is described by Green Car Reports as an electric paramedics van. And I like Green Car Reports. But it's a great website. I use them all the time. But don't you and I call them ambulances? Anyway, Volkswagen unveiled their electric paramedics van at the IAA show, which is happening this week in Hanover, built by the German upfitter Butzenberg. Uh, possible because the electric van uh, has an architecture, flat floor, makes a very useful area to turn into an ambulance with fleet applications as well. We could see more of this. When you think about it, that's actually a really good point. An EV with big range that you that you would often... Ambulances are often stationary, whether it's an ambulance station, like the, you know, depot headquarters, you know, where you the, the, the drivers and paramedics can, you know, relax and stuff, or whether, which I see more and more, at least here, they get stationed in things like laybys and petrol stations, and they have to sit in the cab waiting. I know that it's because the algorithm works out. It dots them around the area so you can get to a patient quicker, and they don't tend to go back to that central base as much. But still, if the car is, if the vehicle's charged up, and you know the distance to get to the hospital, and you don't need a ton of range, and you think all the equipment that could be powered by the traction battery, that's amazing. Anyway, Americans are going to get a longer version of the, uh, the longer wheelbase version of the ID bars when it arrives in 2024, uh, which will be different to the European configuration. Green Car Reports points out they write upfits are actually really big business as vans go. Ford wants to capture a large part of that market with the e Transit. The e Transit has the same mounting points as the combustion transit. 
So all those companies out there uh, that do business in upfitting uh, that's uh, already doing that will be able to just shift seamlessly to the electric version. Now, talking about the Volkswagen ID Buzz Cargo, it's picked up a big award, the International Van of the Year 2023. Did I lose the last four months of my life? Is it 2023? Anyway, it is the Van of the Year 2023, and it's not even on the market yet. The ID Buzz Cargo, the van version, has received the coveted award. Uh, the chairman, on behalf of the 34 international journalists that make up the panel, said it's not oft- often that a totally new van comes around and arouses so much attention. Congratulations to Volkswagen Commercial Vehicles for this award. I'm sure they are delighted at that. Well-deserved as well. Not that I've seen one in real life or driven one, but well-deserved nonetheless. Now, let's talk a little bit about Volta trucks and the Volta Zero has rolled off the production line in Austria the first of a series of second generation production verification prototypes these aren't going to customers uh, but they will form, form part of a pilot fleet they'll be loaned to customers this year and next year so that customers can understand how the fully electric medium duty trucks uh, go into operations now I interviewed Duncan Forrester I think he's the head of comms or like VP of comms or something at uh, Volta, at Fully Charged earlier this year. And I loved it. I really loved seeing that Volta. And I always have that kind of a try and temper my excitement until vehicles are actually being made. Does that make sense? Because, you know, until they are made, they're vaporware. Now, the one, they had the van at Fully Charged. I think it was a couple of years old. It was a proper Blue Peter job, all held together with toilet rolls and sticky back plastic, if you actually looked under the skin. Um, and it was, sorry, it was a bit rough around the edges. But now, they are uh, manufacturing these at Stair Automotive, formerly Man Truck in Austria. Stair Automotive has reserved a capacity of 14,000 of these for Volta trucks every year. And Volta Zero is the first purpose-built 16-ton design truck designed for urban logistics. And I, I was so, so impressed with this truck because you step into it. So the cab, let me tell you about the, what they call the glass house, the cab. You literally walk in. I mean, obviously you step up a little bit, but I would say as much as a car or, you know, an SUV. You don't climb up into it. You literally, flat floor, there's a little step up, obviously. You go into it and you sit at car heights. You don't sit really up high like a truck. And so, huge glass house, very, very low hip line of glass. And so, you can literally look out. And I would say that you're I-line is exactly in line with a cyclist. And so it was, I felt, if I was driving, and you sit in the middle, so absolutely central driving position, way, way lower than any other truck I've ever been in. And that cab design with 220 degrees of visibility, there's no dangerous blind spots. Four cameras facing to the rear if you need the cameras. But honestly, uh, such an amazing design. And I, you know, I've, I used to, when we lived in London... Uh, we lived southwest. I used to bike into Soho, and I was always on my cycle. Uh, you know, cycling with trucks around in any urban environment it, it, it is not for the faint-hearted, and that's so good. Right, I'll pop a link to that story in the show notes if you would like to read more about Volta Trucks. Electric vehicles are being discussed by South Korean's president on his first U.S. visit. President Yoo Suk-yul having his first official trip 
to the United States. After mounting concerns in South Korea over President Biden's Inflation Reduction Act, the new law eliminates the federal tax credit for EVs if they're not made in North America. There's been complaints from government officials in Seoul who see it as a betrayal of Biden's vow to boost the bilateral tie between the two country, says Reuters.com. Reuters points out that officials have actually asked Washington to postpone the IRA until Hyundai completes their building of the Georgia factory in 2025. Well, they're not going to do that. It's signed into law. Starts 1st of January. They can't delay it. Speaking in Seoul yesterday, the Prime Minister of South Korea, Han Duk-su, said that the IRA seems to be a violation of a free trade agreement. But I'll pop a link to that story in the show notes if you'd like to read more. Uh, Biden, of course, travelling back from the Queen's funeral on Monday in time to meet the president of South Korea. Now, which car in China has the best resale value? I'll tell you the answer. It's the Tesla Model Y. Among the best-selling premium SUVs in China, the Model Y also has now the highest resale value. A one-year retention of 88.76%. The list's value retention data is based on used vehicle sales in good condition. The Model Y sales in August were over 31,000, up from about 11,500 year-on-year. And from January to August, the Model Y in China has so far sold 172,000 units versus the Model Y 3s, sorry, 64,000. So the Model Y is three times as popular as the Model 3 with Chinese buyers. What else holds its value? Well, the Porsche Taycan is second in the list and the Hongguang Mini EV is third. I'll pop that data in the show notes if you want to read more. Now... The new EV battery maker SK On, of course, spun out from SK Innovation, say they can lead the global market by the end of the decade. All right, let's see how they think they can do that. The co-CEO of the company, uh, Ji Dong Sob, explaining how they will be the world's number one EV battery supplier by the end of the decade. He says, and I quote, we will definitely be on par or number one with the world's leading battery maker. SK On is the fifth largest EV battery maker at the minute with an annual capacity of 13 gigawatt hours. It was spun off from SK Innovation last October. CATL is the world's number one EV battery maker with 35% of the global share, followed by LG, China's BYD, Japan's Panasonic, and then it's SK On in fifth. SK plans a major expansion, uh, hinging on a global network of partnerships. Ford and SK got their joint venture in Turkey here in Europe. They have two more plants opening in 2020 one in Hungary, one in China. SK officially started Blue Oval. Blue Oval SK is a whole new company. It's a joint venture uh, in with Ford. $8.9 billion are being spent mass-producing batteries at the new plants in Kentucky and Tennessee. Operations start there in 2025, and a total production capacity there, five times of what they have at their existing facility in Georgia. Well, according to batteriesnews.com, As you can imagine, I quite like reading batteriesnews.com website. It's very good. Um, They write, and I quote, Confirmed EV battery backlog for SK On stands at 1,600 gigawatt hours, equivalent to the capacity of around 20 million EVs. SK On make a unique type of EV battery, which is 90% nickel. They power, for instance, Ford's F-150 Lightning. And I'll pop a link to that story in the show notes. But what about their South Korean competitors, LG Energy? They're unveiling a modulus EV battery. The modulus concept uses pouch-type cells. Now, everyone who is kind of you know, maybe into batteries or whatever or, or is trying to pick a winner will tell you cylindrical cells are best 
pouch cells are best, prismatic cells are best. It depends what their, you know, opinion and worldview is. But the modulus concept from LG uses high nickel pouch cells. It reduces the weight, it improves the cost effectiveness. They call it cell-to-pack technology, and it simplifies the assembly of those pouch cells rather than making them into module first. The modules and having all the kind of cooling and thermal management in a module level and then stacking modules to be a battery, they make them all into a battery first, often structurally in the car as well. Um, It's expected to rival those made by the Chinese competitors who have so far come to market with very, very price competitive LFP cells or lithium-ion phosphate cells or uh, prismatic lithium batteries that are also cell-to-pack. LG is the first in the industry to announce the technology for the high-nickel content pouch cells, according to the Korea Herald website. Uh, Mass production starts this month at the Ohio plant for Ultium cells, and now we know where they're going. So now we know what the technology was and where they're using it. This is for GM's Ultium technology. Cell-to-pack technology, pouch cells made in Ohio, alongside General Motors. The $2.3 billion plant uh, can power 600,000 EVs every single year, uh, 40 gigawatt hours of capacity when it's running flat chat by 2023. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Polestar are next in the news, calling out a lack of climate action from other car makers. New data shows a third of consumers support a ban of petrol and diesel by the end of the decade. Consumers are ready, they say. They asked in a survey 18,000 participants in 19 countries across the world, revealing that 34% of consumers are behind the combustion ban by the end of the decade and 47% are behind it by 2035. Now, the European Council agreed that by 2035, new cars on the EU market will be zero emissions. And the CEO of Polestar, Thomas Ingenlath, argues that the global ban on combustion should come sooner. Xpeng are next in the news, and the Chinese maker Xpeng uh, launching their City NGP, City Navigation Guided Pilot. It allows cars to drive autonomously through urban environments, a bit like Tesla's FSD Beta. It's called Xpeng's Xpilot 3.5, and Xpeng claims that City NGP will allow the vehicles to do a full range of driving tasks, cruising at safe distances, changing lanes, overtaking, getting around objects in the road and maintaining appropriate speeds it is designed for urban areas not highways and they first have to prove the reliability of it to the regulators in china before they're allowed to roll it out to anybody but if you want to get on the what is effect the equivalent of tesla's beta program uh, drivers have to do first of all a seven day test uh, with the system and you have to log 100 kilometers of driving uh, before you get approved on City NGP. I'll pop a link to that story in the show notes from cnbc.com if you'd like to read more. Now, really interesting article about rural Americans and how to save money by switching to EVs from the Union of Concerned Scientists. It's a real long read, and I won't go into it all now because it's gonna, you know, it's one of those ones where you can, I don't know, stack this up in your to-do list and have a little read. Really fascinating article. Uh, rural areas cover 70% of America's land and house 46 million people. 
with limited or no access to public transport. Cars are essential. In a recent survey, respondents in the US who said they were not going to go EV, uh, they cited things like charging, range and costs as the reasons. In rural areas, though, more people live in dwellings with garages and driveways, so charging overnight on a low and slow tariff can actually be done. It's maybe fast public charging that is the issue, and that's why the national... Biden plan, the EV infrastructure program, is focusing on rural households. Uh, They also spend a bigger share of total purchases on vehicles, on fuel, on insurance, on maintenance than urban households. So going EV can save rural Americans more money proportionately. That's It's a long read. Loads of graphs and data. If, you, if, it's in, if you're into that, I'll pop a link in the show notes. Now, let's talk trucks and DAF showing off not one, but two new fully electric trucks. Both models have these modular powertrains with up to 350 kilowatts of power, up to 500 kilometres of range, up to 325 kilowatts DC fast charging. Uh, these are for long distance transport. So either a day cab or a sleeper or a super high sleeper cab and uh, these will also do 22 kilowatt ac charging for when you're not near a dc fast charger or maybe back at a depot or a yard and you're charging on fast dc the new production line will assemble these from 2023 link in the show notes to electrive.com if you'd like to find out more and staying with trucking maxus is a brand owned by the chinese saic those owners of mg and more uh, recently talked about the maxus pickup truck in the uk well now we're talking 7.5 ton electric light trucks at the IAA show this week showing off their all electric truck 128 kilowatt hour lithium ion phosphate pack in this and the battery can be charged at 100 kilowatts and um, again a link in the show notes if you'd like to find out more now let's talk a little bit about the US rolling out their big infrastructure program if you spend 7.5 billion dollars on building out a nationwide charging network you better get someone good to be in charge. And I think America has picked a good one. His name is Gabe Klein, and he is now going to lead the transportation. It's basically, it's his head, his neck on the line. Uh, It's his job to ensure that there's a nationwide DC fast charging network built and serviced and works. Uh, He comes from leading transportation departments in Washington, DC, Chicago, when he was a leader there. He was one of the first transportation department leaders to embrace things like car sharing and bike sharing and e-mobility. He's long been outspoken about climate change and transportation's role in it. Uh, Transportation is the largest single source of greenhouse gas in the United States. The Joint Office of Energy and Transportation has already advised the various states on their EV charging plans. And President Biden has called for 40 percent of its climate change and clean investments to flow to disadvantaged communities, communities where the idea of buying an electric car is just wild, let alone getting to the end of the week and not running out of your money. The idea of them buying one of these fancy EVs, that's where a lot of the focus will go. How do we get every hardworking family off of fossils and onto electric cars? Because when you're in an EV, you know this, they're cheaper to run over the long term 
You save money. It's just getting into one. If you haven't got any money, how do you do it? Uh, Well, Gabe Klein, who's now in charge of the US's uh, programme, has previously called for the country to have a reckoning with its racial history and work out why people of colour are normally in the worst urban areas. I'll pop a link to that story from CNN in the show notes. And that, my friends, is your podcast today. Uh, It has been a long one, a big one. Hopefully you stayed with me all the way through it. But normally I do 10 or 11 stories. I think I counted 18 today and there was none that I really wanted to sort of drop and think, oh, well, I won't cover that. All of it I thought was really, really interesting. And obviously we've got Detroit Show and IAA Show in Hanover and stuff. So there's lots of announcements, but also just... It's like every day, it's just a smorgasbord of amazing, positive EV news. And hey, bring it on. More of the same, please. This podcast may be an hour long one day, and I'm pretty sure you won't be listening to it if it's that long. Either that or you just love your EV news, and I'm not going to apologise for that. Right, thanks to our premium partners, Phil Roberts of Electric Future, Brad Crosby, Porsche of The Village in Cincinnati, Audi of Cincinnati East, Volvo Cars of Cincinnati East, National Car Charging on the US mainland, and Aloha Charge in Hawaii, Derek Riley from the EV Review Island YouTube channel, Richard at rsev.co.uk for buying and selling EVs in the UK, Octopus Electric Universe, Global public charging made simple with one map and one app. And millbrookcottages.co.uk. Those five-star luxury cottages uh, down in Devon. Go and see the team there and book yourself a break. Thanks for listening. See you tomorrow. And remember, there is no such thing as a self-charging hybrid. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey, guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. If you own a vehicle with less than 200,000 miles and have an auto warranty about to expire or no warranty coverage at all, listen up. 
CarShield has a low-cost, month-to-month vehicle protection plan that covers more parts than ever. Visit carshield.com audio to find out how you could pay almost nothing for covered auto repairs. Drivers who activate this vehicle protection today will also receive free roadside assistance, free towing, and car rental options at no additional cost. Get your free quote today at carshield.com audio. That's carshield.com audio.